0: Marcus sahaba the voice of ahle sunna wal jama nikah <laughs> aqde masno dukhe dil ka marham nikah aqde dukhe dil ka marham ye farma gay hai rasool e muqarram ye farma gaye hai rasool e ye shadi hai shak. محبت کا زینہ یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا زینہ باہاروں کی آمد صبا
1: کا ترنم باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم نکاق دے مسنو
0: دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم Eight minutes after 11 uh, South African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan, wa marhaban bikum It's a beautiful Tuesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. Haji Sulaiman up. He's in a good mood. I like it, my beloved. I like it. And I love it when my engineers are all in a good mood. I see brother Dawood Mota, he's also saying, Molana, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. That's good. I see Hazrat Molana Zahid as well. Mashallah, one of our senior elders here in Merkah Sahaba. I love him. I love him for the pleasure of Allah. You know, you know, it's imagine going to work, Haji Sulaiman Esop, going to work and everyone is just in a happy mood. And imagine going to work, everybody's looking like, you know, like a, yeah, like a popo face. You know, like a popo face. You know, like, it's like, oh, Malana Arafat, I just regret. I regret going to work. Now, when I come in the mornings for a Safina to Ilal Jannah, Haji Abu Yusuf is smiling. Haji Riaz Hussain in the Durban studio is smiling. I see Haji Sulaiman Essob He's in a good mood. So that's good. That's good. He's my engineer. He will be with me from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. Where well, are my wonderful listeners? Uh, this morning we were taking st- some, what do you call it? St- statistics. Some stats, yes. We had so many listeners, mashallah We had listeners from overseas, Allahu Akbar So wherever you are, just say, Molana We're tuning in and we're listening to Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah So quickly, I'm waiting for you on 084-786-3132 I want to welcome the listeners of Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal in Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company And... Um, I want to welcome the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. It's a beautiful, sunny, sunny morning here in uh, the land of Asia. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is uh, the name. Uh, and yes, today is the 19th of Safar, 1445, uh, which is also the 5th of uh, September twenty. 20- 23. Any questions you have, remember 084 786 3132. International overseas listeners, plus plus two seven eight four seven eight six three one three two. 786 3132. I see all the listeners are tuning in, mashallah, and messaging. Simulana. you are live, loud, and clear. Ustad, it's a beautiful morning. Welcome to the bliss of marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad.
1: Wa Barakallahu fiqum arafat jazakallahu khairan.
0: We before we begin inshallah your rundown your program for this week inshallah.
1: Bismillahir Rahmanir rahim Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala Rasululi al-Kareem, Amma Bad All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the Sustainer, Narisha and, and Cherisher of the Universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Alhamdulillah, rabbil Alameen. Today is the 19th of Safar 1445. There are few announcements. Make special, special du'a now. Read Surah Yasin. Read Surah salat The Haramis, the super terrorists, the Jutlas, the Zionists, Hitler's children. Yesterday also they attacked the Muslims and muslims there at Majid Al-Aqsa and there's big problems there. Likewise in Khalil rahman Hebron also there were problems there. So may all May Allah protect Majid Al-Aqsa and Majid Ibrahimi and in wherever they are the Palestinians and they are Muslim and these Arab dictators, Murtad, traitors, making peace with Israel, the one who was the super super. super terrorists and people giving them halal certificates from South Africa and other places. Absolute disgrace it is. Therefore what Broadway Sweets did is 100% right. We agree with him on that issue. So that's one issue. We beg everybody, all the esteemed listeners of Sirius FM and Marcus Sahaba, pray for Aqsa al-Mubarak, pray for the Palestinians and all the Muslims and all the people who are oppressed. Second one, you know that today, tonight the petrol price will go up from midnight onwards and remember it's one of the highest prices ever in the past 23 years. So therefore, fill up your tanks and all that today, whether it's petrol or diesel. Diesel is even more than petrol. So that's another important announcement, and third one is you know from today that we are load, we are at stage six with load shedding. So all big problems here. Also, Allah alone protect us and help us. Chapter seven, verse one fifty one. Wa dakhilna fi rahmatik wa anta Ya Allah, include us in Your special, special mercy. Whilst you, Ya Allah, You alone are the most merciful one to show mercy. Inshallah, regarding our programs, we will start tomorrow. Hafiz Adil will come here Hafiz Adil Kaji to pick me up and inshallah tomorrow our bliss of marriage I'll do from Stenerton inshallah and it will be live inshallah from Albin Stenerton Moana Rafat will be here inshallah and thereafter our program will be after Zohor day in Stenerton Masjid the one in the Indian township opposite Mamdiba Marhum's house so there the program is then tomorrow night in Masjid Siddique in Paradise after Isha, and that's in Newcastle, inshallah. Then, inshallah, on Thursday, that's after Zohor, we will be there, and the Thursday program, Manmajirul Aqsa, with Mozahid, also will be done from that side there, from Newcastle side, inshallah. So, thereafter, we will go to Dundee, uh, to Denauzer rather, first Denauzer, and that is Thursday Zohar time. We will have a program there, and our brother Zahir Musa is there, so inshallah, he's our host. And thereafter, at the program will then go to Dandi, inshallah, Al Aziz. So, Thursday night after Isha, the program is in a Dandi masjid. Our host there is Hafiz salim Dokrat, Allah reward him and his family. Then Friday morning, inshallah, we'll come back to Newcastle, translate the khutbah and so forth. And Jummah Salat will be there in the town masjid in Newcastle, inshallah, al-Aziz. Azan 12.15 and there after the talk. And then at night will be at Dalum Newcastle, inshallah. That is now Friday night, 7.20 is Isha Jamaat, Isha Salat. And, inshallah, Saturday on our return trip, after Zohar, Zohar will be day in Falkress, and after that will be the program, inshallah, and then we return home. And there are requests from Peter Thief and from Amersfoort, so inshallah, when we go for the Dalum Newcastle Jalsa, end of November and December, so we'll include them also. First, Peter Tiff and then Amasword, Insha'Allah Al Aziz. So that's our program, Inshallah. Hmm.
0: Somebody wants to know, Ustad, why can't a female cut her hair, even if it's for her husband? Ustad.
1: Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem, Almighty Allah, Jallawallah, teaches us in the noble Quran. وَمَا أَعْتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوُ وَمَا نَحَاكُمْ أَنْهُ Go open Surah 59 and that is Surah Hashir and verse number 7 Whatever Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam brought and commanded you to do then you must accept it and take it وَمَا نَحَاكُمْ أَنْهُ Whatever he Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam prohibited you so you must abstain from it and in Islam the this is the golden teaching and golden maxim, and that is that in khaliq. there is no obedience to any creation, whether it is the husband, whether it is the parents, whether it is the teacher, whether it is the sheikh when it leads to a sin against the creator so in Islam we say that the men should keep beards and long long beards not the pencil type beards and the women should lengthen their hair the hadith in Muslim those of Daylami the angels they make du'a man bil-liha. that everlasting glory perfection for the people who are the men who are going to keep the long beards so that Allah must enhance their beauty and when Nisa and alamas enhance and should enhance the beauty of the women that who keep the long long hair and plaits and so forth. Now you ask that why? So, one reason the hadith is there. Naha Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam prohibited women from cutting the hair. The hadith is mentioned in Jam'i Us Saghir of Ullama Suyuti rahimahullah. So remembered is the hadith. Second one, that is mushabihat and imitating, emulating, and mimicking the culture of the non-Muslims. They do that. The air hostess, the actress, the Farsi qat, and all of them. Third one you imitating the men and La the men who imitate women and women who imitate men, remember their curse by almighty Allah, open till you will find Next one you must remember is when you oppose deliberately the command of Nabi alayhi sallam, Quran Sharif, teaches us, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse 63. There, that is the second last verse of chapter 24, the 64 verses. الَّذِينَ يُخَالِفُونَ فِتْنَةٌ أَوْ عَذَابٌ When a person opposes Nabi alayhi sallam commandment, A great calamity awaits that person. Oh, remember, a very painful punishment. The problem today is our thought process. What Islam teaches us that we don't like or we find it very difficult, but what the Western media and the Western press and that tell us to do, so we find that fashionable and acceptable. So that is the weakness of our Iman and our faith. So therefore, for you ladies to (coughs) cut hair is haram. Yes, in Umrah, Hajj, that is the exception to the...
0: Rule. Mm. Somebody says your yeah, Ustad overseas. mufti sub kindly elaborate if any Sahaba curtailed his relationship with his mother for whatever reason. Apparently, we have an alima in the family, and her husband doesn't talk to his mom due to petty issues, Ustad. She the alima says it's okay if her husband doesn't talk to his mom because even once Sahabi curtailed his relationship with his mom. Is this true, Ustad?
1: So, you must remember, therefore, I told you a hundred times, thousand times, that this business of Alima business is all just one fabrication and one deception. There's no such thing as Alima and this and all. Ninety percent of the places where they study in South Africa, overseas, all that, is just a hit-and-run course. Half the kitabs they don't do. If you ask them what you did in Usulul Fiqh, if you ask them what you did in Fiqh, and so forth, so half the kitabs they don't do, you must remember. But end of the day, they want to say we Alima and thus. Therefore, the ulama said, for male, female, whoever, Man قالa ana alimun, fawa jahidun. Who say, I'm a alim, I'm das, I'm das. So actually, the child is an ignorant person. So you just ask her, that lady, and her husband. What the Quran Sharif teaches us, Surah 47, Surah Muhammad, verses 22 23. So you must remember, verses 22 23 teaches us, Intawallaitum, when you have authority, tufsidu fil Ardi, that you cause mischief, mayhem, chaos on the earth, and you sever ties with your family, so yea, your mother gave birth to you. She carried you for nine months, she gave birth to you went through all the labor, she breastfed you, and now you tell her go fly a kite, you got no time for her and that foolish lady not alima, foolish lady Safiha, what a scene so foolish idiot lady is still justifying it and so forth so absolutely haram it is look at the consequences and ramifications, surah 47 verses 22 23 those are the people Allah has cursed them for assm who made them spiritually deaf or Ama, absar spiritually blind so she's saying that a Sahabi did that. Which Sahabi did it? Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas radiallahu Sa'ad ibn Waqas radiallahu embraced Islam. His mother said she was not a Muslim initially. So she said that you must remember that I won't eat, I won't drink and all that. So he said, fine, you don't eat, drink is fine, but I'm not going to denounce the Iman. So in that way you say that he cut off ties. He didn't cut off ties with his mother for petty issues. He cut off Ties in this sense, that first Islam and kufr. They had to say, You can do what you want to, but I won't. So she said, I won't speak to you. It's fine, you don't want to speak to me. So it's not that he cut off ties, you must remember that. Then afterwards, she embraced Islam and they were speaking. So yours, yeah, is all petty, stupid, foolish issues. Absolutely haram. You must remember what you are doing and what you're trying to justify.
0: Hmm. Somebody says "Your Ustad, that. Uh Uh, If someone is coming to see my daughter, Ustad, what questions is she supposed to ask?
1: Not she must ask for her to stay... Alone what that shooter uh, and shooter, you see, because they shoot lot when these people they come. He'll tell you I read five times salat and tahajjud salat also. You understand? But he can't read Fajr Salat properly. He will tell you, you know me, that I go for Hajj and I make Umrah and I give us so much charity and that. So therefore in English we call them a shooter and a shooter also, you see. Not she is gonna ask, you the father, you the brother must ask. La Yakhluwana Rajulun Bimbradin illa was Ali so ma shaitan. You can't leave him, that person and your daughter alone and remember they totally alone in the room. Habibu Nas said it's haram that. So the third party there will be Satan, Shaitan and Lucifer. So you, the girl's father, the girl's brother, brother I don't mean one small lady, five, six years old, somebody who is mature and something like that. So you must remember, must be there. And you can pose the questions. You, the father, can pose the questions. You Say your daughter so you the father so you ask him what's his age you ask him what's he doing you ask him if you give your daughter where they will stay and you should say from start that you want your daughter to stay separately then you ask him which ulama he knows you ask him that what he feels about the shias and so forth are they muslim non-muslim and so forth so you come to know you must remember his thinking and what his ideas are And most importantly, ask him that who can you go to for references, which ulama, which, you know, respected people, senior people in the town. Maybe you don't even know the family and so forth and so on. So then you can ask him how much he earns. So you want to know because after all, you're giving your daughter, you know. So all these are pertinent questions you must remember. But you must remember that you don't tell them they must keep on speaking, speaking. And then he says, no. I'll come back after one week I want to speak more and all that so that is not permissible and remember she your daughter must only expose her face and not now go expose her hair and her arms and her feet and us and all that's all not permissible so we must know that there are certain rules to follow and directives to observe when the person comes as a shooter and a shooter for your daughter
0: somebody says uh, Muptisab uh, we are listening to Merka Sahaba. My favorite program is the Bless of Marriage from Mupumalanga near the Kruger Park. When we start visiting us, you start.
1: Mm, so, we must remember that <laughs> the Kruger Park, we visited many times. I got family there in Komati Port and so uh-huh. forth. White River, we got our Mahana Gardi there. So, MashaAllah, so we will come. to so many places giving us invitation. So, Inshallah, if it's not this year, then we will see next year, Inshallah. So, the mangoes and leeches are very nice there, December, January and all that. So, we'll see how it goes, Inshallah. <laughs> So that
0: if one's brother in law is a non Muslim Can one carry his coffin? So
1: remember for you as a Muslim to participate in any non-Muslim janazah. So the non-Muslim Tom, Dick and Mary died and they died as non-Muslims. For you to go assist them, for you to go to the cemetery, for you to carry the coffin, all that absolutely haram. For you to attend the memorial service, all absolutely haram. The Quran, the Sunnah says that clearly. Quran Sharif, Surah 9, Surah Tawbah, chapter 9, verse 84. وَلَا to عَلَىٰ أَحَدٍ مِّنْهُمْ Abada You cannot pray for any one of them, the non-Muslims. وَلَا تَقُمْ على قَبْرِ Don't stand by their grave. And yeah, you can't stand by their coffin also. So you can't be helping also. إِنَّهُمْ كَفَرُوا بِاللَّهِ They rejected Almighty Allah and Nabi A.S. And they died in a state of, besides Islam, some other faith, some other religion, absolutely haram. حَبِيبُنَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ blossom to a hardy come to mind whoever imitates a people and a nation you become part and parcel of them when you imitating them carrying the coffin all that you'll become part of them you must be very careful authentic hadith in Abu Dawood then you increasing the numbers there are hundred but you become hundred and one with other one two Muslims hundred and five and all so then Nabi alayhi salam said who increases the numbers of them. So people on batil, on falsehood, then you become part and parcel of them, the hadith in Musnad Allah. So all that is showing you absolutely haram, you can't participate at all. Yes, it is your family, but the non-Muslims and so forth, after the burial funeral, cremating, whatever they do, then when everything is finished, you want to go there just to offer condolences or sympathize with them, that is fine. But you can't be saying, they that is going to heaven and Jannah. You say that, you yourself will go out of the fall of Islam. Allah Ta'ala says in Surah 33, Surah Ahzab, verses 64, 65 al-kaafirina lahum sa'ira khalidina fiha abada. Today, when famous people, non Muslim celebrities die, you get the Muslims, they go there, some of them, and they say, No, rest in peace, Allah forbid. They say, He'll go to to heaven, you yourself you are to the fall of Islam. You're rejecting this verse. In Allah al kafirin, verily Allah has cursed the non Muslims. Wa and lahum Saira. Allah Ta'ala has already prepared for them the blazing fire. Nafiha Abada. They will dwell and stay in Jahannam the hellfire for ever and ever and ever. Eternal doom and gloom. La Nasira, no protector, no helper for them. So we must not try and appease and put league politicians and people who belong to government and so forth. End of the day, Allah will disgrace you. You can just see. You see we sent out the hundred crimes and you can see one of them is this how they did. They go and read Janaza Salat of Murtad's people who are promoting the gay brigade. They go and read Salat to Janaza of such people. So Absolutely haram. You lose your iman. You do all these things if you're not careful.
0: Listen to this one, Ustad. I mean, muallima. I just heard Muftisab speaking bad of we alimas. I'm total against some of your answers. I also studied and I studied Bukhari, etc. Let's not go go into a debate, anonymous alima. Stop taking we Alimas for fools. That's why
1: everyone takes advantage of us, Ustad. So you must remember that <laughs> if you say you are a Mu'allima, we got no objection. You must remember that. Mu'allima is a teacher. Then Alima, since when? If you did Bukhari Sharif, you become an Alim. Who, who told you that? So you must remember mm. that. So you must remember that one place they teach the girls Bukhari Sharif in English and they tell them the Alima. I know that. Mm. So I told that person there was running you must close your madrasa because you are deceiving them the students and deceiving the parents and all that teaching them English Bukhari and say they studied so you must remember this yeah. you're not Alima you're fooling yourself you must remember that it is self delusion and self deception and so forth half the kitab you don't do so that's the truth so when you don't do it then how you call yourself Alima and all these type of things so therefore you call yourself Appa you call yourself Mualima, we've got no no problem. And to think you did Bukhari Sharif and that, you know how you'll do Bukhari Sharif. You'll just fly through it and so forth and you'll say you'll deflo- did it and <laughs> so forth. So don't come try and fool us and all that. We know the whole system, how it works and all that, yeah. So that is how people get deceived and so forth. Basic maslash, you don't know. And then you'll say you will Alima. That's what beats me, you understand? So it's nothing bad. Bad is you must remember to elevate you so much that you start thinking that really you are Alima and so forth. So therefore, you must remember the marriages, they break. And so. so my advice will be, Every day they should teach you, you are studying in the girls' madrasa and all that for one hour, two hours. That domestic you know when in school, I'm speaking of the 60s, so there's to have for us, the boys, There's to have woodwork. Non-Muslim schools, they to have for us woodwork. How you must do this, do this. And for the girls and the ladies, there's to have domestic sciences. They teach them how to cook, how to use the stove. how mm. to. So our Darulums, for the girls, they should do this. Things here. You, the one who's talking too much, I'm asking you can you run a house properly? Can you cook 10 different, 20 types of meals? Can you even iron? If I give you a kurta to iron, can you iron? <laughs> can you use a washing machine? Can you make proper samosas, bhajjas, and all these types of things? Can you sew? Can you knit? Can you crochet? To that is the job of the Muslim woman, we must remember that. Not that your husband is going to ask you how many hadiths in Bukhari Sharif, and that husband is not interested in this. My nieces, they went through all this. Hmm. Before they got married, I called them one by one. I said, listen, your husband is not interested in you, what you studied and all that. He is interested, can you bring up children? You know how to cook. A whole day you're going to (laughs) make daila roti, daila mudas thing here, samosa and daila bhaja and all these things here. A hungry man, a hungry man is an angry man. So that is why if you want to study, then Hazrat bin Nuri, Hazrat Mawlana, Yusuf bin Nuri, Rahimahullah, Told our Qasim Sehma, rahimahullah. this is in 1973, 50 years ago. So remember, he told him, Inku, for the boys, I heard the sentence of Moha Sema directly so many times, 20, 50 times, I don't know how many times. He, he, he said, yeah, you mustn't even take them to Bukhari and Dora and final year for the boys. Just teach them to the Mishkat and let them go and do work. And you must remember in 82, when everything was done till Mishkat, in 83, we had a meeting, what to do now? Then Mashura decided that, yes, we will teach them final year. Then first time in South African history that Bukhari Sharif was taught and so forth. Darun Newcastle did that. We, I was one of the teachers of Allah reward him, grant him So in eighty-three it happened. So that is what we are speaking about. That me, I don't agree with this. I must teach you all this. Tell Mishka Sharif, you got some orientation and all that. You must concentrate more on the things that's going to help you in your future life, that is going to help your children in the future life. That is what we are speaking about.
0: Allahu. <laughs> See the Mu'allima says <laughs> we make shukr also start. We have a maid servant. Doesn't Muftisab have a maid servant? Allah knows best to start.
1: So you must remember this type of things here. You never answered the question. Nobody was asking about servant. I am asking you, can you cook? Can you iron? Can you, can you not, you can't do all these things, here. Yeah? So now you divert the question. Come mm. just carry on, do this waste time.
0: Somebody says here, Ustad, that uh, what are the general lessons that Allah wants us to learn from a divorce as marriage is a great act of worship and sunnah. I'm your daughter, Ustad, Anonymous.
1: Remember that. You see, any question that comes, you must always go to the background first. In Islam, what is the best? Which marriage is the best? Mm. Take it from that. So, The best nikah is that where there is the minimum least expenditure. Now, let us be honest. We, we speak of South Africa, Africa, India, Pakistan, whenever. People want to go into hundreds and thousands of expenses and just to show off. That yesterday or whenever I said, People go and perform nikah there. You must remember in Dubai and where and where and all this kind. Even this business of going from here to Medina and perform nikah there and all that. So you must—it's just all showing off. So you must remember these things. Here, yeah. Sahaba used to get married in Medina. Manawar. They would not even invite the biya, alayhi Salam sometimes. So Abdur Rahman bin Of got married. Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi saw some mark on his kurta and asked him, "Was that?" He said, "No." Ya Rasulullah, I got married, and then you know that we put this eater and what have you, and so forth. And then, then Nabi said, Fine, only Molo Bishat. Imagine it was such a thing, they just got married, they never bothered inviting this one, that one. Sometime Nabi was invited, sometimes. So if I ask, if people don't invite me, we'll blow a whole gasket and all that, you know. So it's wrong, these things here. Which is the best Mahar. So you Open Abu Dawud, open Bulugul Maram and that you will find. The best Mahar is the one that is easily available, but we want to go into hundreds of thousands and gold and so forth and jewelry and so much it is so you see. So Islam made everything easy, easy to lead a pure life and so forth. And Islam made divorce and zina and all that difficult because you must make the home. You mustn't break the home. So if you study the usloob, the methodology of the Quran, so you must remember what Quran said. You and your wife are having problems for izu hunna. First give advices. Speak to her, melt the heart. If still she's not listening, then you must make separation. Separation don't mean you bring a saw and cut the bed into two, the double bed. It means you withhold the conjugal rights. So she must know you're displeased with her. She still don't listen. You hit her. Hit her don't mean you hit with your hand and take your belt. All that's all haram all that. Hit means you take a miswag and you just tap her on the hand. So remember very, very lightly. No scars, no marks, all that. So you must have shock therapy, what they call nowadays. And that's still, now that's all between husband and wife. So that's three steps. Still things are not working out or improving, then bring, uh, bring in outside help. Wa in Khiftum Shita Bei Nihima Fab Azu Hakam Amin Ahalihi Wa Hakama Min Aliha So remember when you fear that the marriage will break and so forth, so appoint the arbitrator from her side and from your side and so forth. Even at the 11th hour, Quran is saying that both arbitrators go in with the right frame of mind, E يُرِيدَ So remember, if they go in that meeting with the intention of reconciliation, then Allah will send His unseen help. The unseen guidance meaning we don't know when the help of Allah comes. So Islam is trying to save the marriage. Then as the first step, al-marhala and then only you speak of talaq and so forth and so on. So when people get married, they must know all these type of things. Allah forbid, if talaq takes place, then Surah Talak, chapter 65, verse one, even tells us the methodology. You give one talak, not three talak one time, if you gave one, two, three, all are valid, but which is the proper method as a last, last resort? You give your wife one talaq. la Yujami Wafi, Olum Yujami Hafi, that way you did not have Jima with her, you never had full full conjugal conjugal relationship with her. And that is what Islam is teaching. Now we don't learn these things, eh? Yeah? And now even today I got a message, you must remember. It said no, that we don't agree about the three talaqs. We say it's one and one, you know, all these kind of things yeah. So people they pull the trigger, right? So they gave the three talak, and I tell them it's three, the Jamiat tell them is three, does Molana Muftisab tell them is three? They will say, You broke my nikah. How can I break your nikah when <laughs> you pulled the trigger, when you uttered the words, when you wrote it out? You see, that is human beings' nature. When they are wrong, then they want to shift the blame that human being deep down knows he or she is guilty but they'll blame somebody else and you see the husband he's having an affair and then he got caught offside so then you're asking why? He said, no, my wife, That she did this, she did this. Mm-hmm. So therefore, now I'm busy with somebody else. So that is that. Now, 90% of the time when calamities come is because of your own deeds, your own actions. So you must always try and save your marriage, Quran says. Now you're also, sometimes the woman, sometimes the indoors, little bit crack, you know. So they're not right, You're eating too many coconuts and you're going nuts, you know. Small argument take place. You tell your husband, give talak, give talak. And then the father-in-law, mother-in-law get involved. I don't say all, but I know of many instances. Say, yeah, I'll come there. I'll pick you up, keep your luggage. Father, mother, fear Allah, sister, fear Allah. Your function must be to make the home, not to break the home. So that is what Islam is teaching. And divorce, talaq, must be the last, 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 last resort. Aba gadul halali talaq. The most hated, detested thing which all might tell Allah made permissible is talaq. Authentic hadith, go open, Mishkat, go open, Mustad Ahmad, go open, Abu Dawood, various compilations. So therefore, and you you demanding, demanding talak. You know what Nabi Alayhi salam said. When you start doing that, then such ladies are hypocrites. I go open the misqat and then you'll find it there. So be very careful regarding these issues. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. SubhanAllah. Just one more
0: question, Ustah, quickly before we go for our interval. Uh, Maaf, Ustad, it's off the topic. Uh, can we perform janaza salah inside the masjid, especially if the crowd is big, Ustad.
1: This is ikhtilafi Masla, this is the difference of opinion so you must remember habibunah Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi performed the salatul janazah of Sahal and Suhayl the inside Masjid Nabawi but that was not the norm the norm was to perform it outside the masjid Therefore, you must remember in Abu Dawud and his hadith, Manswala janaza din fil masjid, fala ajralahu. So the reward is much less, and so forth. So Hanafis say no, you must not perform salatul janaza inside the masjid; it must be outside the masjid, or it can be at the graveyard, Qabristan and so forth. So that was the normal ma'amul, and uh, even today, if you go to Majidul Aqsa. Because with Allah's help, I've been there five times, so I have to walk around and see and all that, what they do here, what they do here. They got a special place there in the courtyard. So then they read Saratul Janaza there. So you must remember, so that is the proper way of doing it. That outside you read, so that... But remember this, now if it's raining and all, the crowd is not the excuse, remember the excuse you're giving, there's not a valid excuse, according to Hanafis and that is not an excuse. So Shafi's and that is totally permissible, now if it's raining or floods or whatever, that is a different thing. But normal circumstances, Hanafis will say that you must read Salatul janaza there by the graveyard or outside the masjid or by the Idgar, like that. And Shafi's say you read inside the masjid. Don't Totally permissible, no problem at all
0: with it. Hmm. When well, it's uh, 13 minutes to 12. We we'll go for an interval. When we come back, we will continue with the bliss of marriage. Stay tuned. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah, Wal Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah, Wal When it's uh, 15 minutes uh, to 12, somebody says, Assalamu alaikum, dear respected Muftisab. My sister in law is a Hafiza But a big troublemaker, Ustad. why don't they learn the meaning of the Qur'an? Can we keep our distance from her, Ustad?
1: Obviously, now this is a one-sided question. If we ask her, she will say, did you the troublemaker and so forth? So we must remember if a person becomes hafiz of the Qur'an or hafiza, that in itself is a great, great virtue. Almighty Allah speaks of this in the Noble Qur'an. Chapter 15, Surah Hijar, verse 9 inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra inna لَهُ لَحَافِذُونَ That surely definitely we reveal the Qur'an Sharif piecemeal gradually And the Qur'an is called Zikr the reminder And surely we protect it, preserve it No addition, no omission, no interpolation Look at the last word inna لَهُ لَحَافِذُونَ All matter Allah is Hafidun And he transfers this quality to our brother, sister Abdullah, Amatullah When they become hafiz So it's a great, great virtue. Now she is making trouble, and that's what you are saying. So we don't know what you mean by that. Maybe she's telling you that you must read Salat, your wife must wear Parda, you must stay away from interest. So you say now she's committing all troublemaking. Otherwise, the Quran, you become Hafiz, you learn tafsir, you learn the meaning. See what Quran itself says, Surah Yunus chapter 10, verses 57-58. Ya ayyu an nas, O humankind, qad aja'at kum Indeed it came to you, the advice, admonishment from your sustainer, nourisher. wa shifa'a lima fi sudur. It's a panacea, it's a cure, it's a solution for you what is in the heart. All our pride, our jealousy, love for wealth, love for the dunya, love for name and fame. So fi suduri wa hudaw wa rahmatul and remember, is a source of guidance, is a mercy, but for who? The true believers. Thereafter, Allah says, Chapter Ten, Verse Fifty Eight. Kul say Rasul Allah sallallahu alaihi wa bi rahmatihi. It is the grace and the mercy of Almighty Allah. For bi dzalikah fal yafrahu. For that, you must be very happy. Allah gave you the greatest miracle of Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam is better than whatever they accumulated. All the gold, all the silver, all the oil and whatever else, minerals, diamonds. So the Quran, Sharif is greater than all of that. So we don't know what the real issue is. You say troublemaker because when you speak the truth then people will call you troublemaker. So therefore we can't just accept that question on face value. These kind of questions is always two sides and not one two side, there are three sides to the story. One is the husband's side, one will be the wife's side, and one is the true story. So one side is your story, one side is your sister in law story, and one side is the true story. Because people, they tend to make hulu and mubalaga, and they go to extreme, and then they will try, and you understand, that increase and exaggerate so much that you don't know, so you have to sift out what is the truth.
0: See, Mubtisab, my daughter is pregnant, and I told her not to go to a male gynae. Her mother-in-law wanted to book what a male non-Muslim doctor used I advised her that there are female doctors, and she can go to one. She is in niqab, and her husband is an alim, and still studying. I'm very disappointed that despite this, and I'm not advising his mother what is right and wrong they went, I told her when it comes to Islam, there is no com- compromise. My husband says I mustn't get involved. I feel it is my right to correct her. When she's wrong with
1: the 100%, Amar bin Maruf, Nanil Munkar. One thing I find very surprising here, and this whole question, the way you'll posted, it. You say that your son in law, right? So your son in law is becoming an alim, is studying and all that. And now you gave your daughter, because you got good references or whatever, you spoke to the principal, teacher, don't mention which madrasa, darulum, and all these kind of things. So now you gave it. Now she's pregnant. Now she goes to gynecologist. You know how many ladies there are Muslim, non-Muslim gynecologists. What need there is to go to a male one? Obviously, it's not permissible. It's haram there. So a person's gheera, gheera is your self-esteem, your self-respect. Your gheera and your iman should tell you that how can I allow my wife to go to a male a total stranger and he will see everything and anything and all these type of things there. And yet I'm happy about it and I say I'm, I'm studying to becoming a Molvi and Amolana and Alim and what and what. and So obviously it's haram these things here. So you must speak about this here and give them guidance and tell your son-in-law that this is totally wrong. We gave you our daughter thinking that you will practice on Islam, but yea, you totally totally rejecting the laws of Islam, maybe not in your heart, but in your actions and so forth and so on, which is unacceptable. In Islam, we don't apologize to anybody for being Muslims, and we don't compromise on our teachings of Islam. So we must be very clear on these issues.
0: My husband has a... Very high-pressure job, Ustad. And sometimes he gets moody and angry at home. What do I can I read for keeping my family loving and happy? Ustad?
1: So all of you must read. Take out 15-20 minutes in the 24 hours. All of you must read Asma'ullah al-Husna. That we got it beautiful in our lounges and houses and so forth. Hardly anybody reads. Quran is teaching us. You must read chapter 7 verse 180. وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ بِهَا So everybody, husband, wife, children, everybody read. Then give everybody a turn. They will make du'a. First the father make du'a, husband, then the wife make, then the children make, whatever du'a in any language. And then everybody, five minutes, ten minutes, ta'aleem. Take riyadu Salihin. Take Fazayl al-A'mal, Hazrat Shaykh, Hazrat Zakariya, Sheikh al Nawar marqadahu. So read that. But the key is consistent. See. Not one day you do and five days you don't do, and that's what people do normally. So take out that 15 20 minutes, and then you will see. He will become calm and so forth. But we're not prepared to do these things. Read Surah 25, verse 74. Read Ya Wadudu, Ya Wadud, Ya wadudu. Our brother Sulaiman he sent out a good dua, you understand, a few days ago on Sunday. I think it was Allahumma adim the Nabi, the messenger, the Prophet's name, alayhi salatu is Adam, Nabi Adam, alayhi salam. But a fatha, a Zabar on the dal. The dua is, Allahumma adim baynana. So a kasra or zair on the dal. That means, Ya Allah, let the love be eternal and always and perpetual within us, amongst us, Ya Allah. So read this the charity, inshallah. What good is there that you have such a high presence your job, your pressure goes up, your sugar goes up, dust goes up and everything, but your relationship with your wife with your children goes down, 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 down. So what good is all that? So rather lead a simple life and remember you fulfill the rights of your wife and your children.
0: Hmm. Somebody says, Ustad, uh, that we as agents have sent Mufti Aki an email. Please respond urgent unless it's a wrong email. Can you say your email address on air, Ustad? Uh,
1: if it is to do with your people's umrah story and all that is haram and so forth, you mother, I won't even answer it because I gave you the answer a hundred times. I give my email every time you must remember that a k hussein a k h o o s e n at gmail dot com But if it's to do with the Umrah and the ladies going alone, I'm not going to answer it. I'm telling you now because it's totally haram, and that is our fatwa, and you can bring fatwa from whoever you want to. You're not going accept it. Remember this. So remember, no sense telling me Murtad bin Shaitan MBS said so, or so the government said so. We're not interested in all this. For a lady to go for Umrah alone is absolutely haram. And even if I answer it, I'll just write haram, because I don't have time for all these things there. I receive emails and I receive WhatsApp messages, hundreds of them per day. So I don't have time for long, long stories and that. And most probably I won't answer it also. My email is AK akhusen at gmail.com. It says, Jazakumla for that to start. Yes, it is
0: regarding that. But since Muftisab said you won't answer it, we won't force you to answer it to start.
1: It. Yes, I told you also what you want to now. <laughs> You see, the truth is very bitter. Your one this loophole, that it's loophole. is haram, finish and clear. And your agents, you know your people's job is not U'minuna Bil Ghaib to believe in the unseen. Your people's job is U'minuna Bil just to fill your pockets up. I mean, let's be honest about this. So you're going to bend every rule that is there <laughs> and say MBS. Say, say, since when MBS is a Muslim? He's a pakka murtad, harami shaitan he is. And every law they're bringing about now. Go read, you must remember. Remember today's the, the Guardian or one of the British newspapers. So they got there. The Saudi government is using Twitter, and and that too, you give some positive news and whatever. Mm-hmm. You must remember this type of things. The pie of people. So don't you also fall in that trap there. You must tell them that me, I'm not going to book your ticket. Do it for the sake of Allah and see how much barakah Allah will give you. When you practice on taqwa, Allah will make way out for you. Allah will give you risk, sustenance, you must remember, from such avenues where you never expected. Today one alim sent me from overseas, nice, but it's an Arabic, the whole story, in one place, the whole country, you must remember, that the locusts came and they devastated the crops in there. But in one town, there were farmers there, so there everything remained. So then the people said, how come everybody's crops are devastated, destroyed, everything, but these people, just one, two families. So they came there and they said, what are you using? What are you doing? He said, we're doing nothing extra. He no, you're doing something. So one elderly person say no we pay zakat. So that guy got made, you know. He said we are asking you what you're using, you tell us pay zakat. He said we pay zakat. If you pay your zakat, mm-hmm. wa ma teitum min zakat intu riduna wajallah for kamul that when you pay your zakat for the love and pleasure of all Allah, so Allah will reward you multiple manifold. Hadith in Marasil of Imam Abu Dawood. Therefore, when I speak, we speak with evidence. We don't come with fairy tales and all, you know, Indian stories and Lalkitab. We give evidence. You have to come with evidence. Don't come with all fairy tales. They protect your assets and your wealth by the payment of Zakat. So that is what Islam is teaching us. We must remember that. Now you all want to promote something absolutely haram and you all think you're doing khidmat. You get double sin. You know it's haram and then you must remember that. You go lead others also on haram. So that is the problem there.
0: Just one more quickly. We've got a think about uh, uh, two minutes left. Let's understand this question, Ustad. After seven years of arranged marriage, Ustad, I do not love my husband. He's doing everything to be intimate with me, but I don't feel anything romantic. We are too different from each other. I feel depressed. What do I do? I need your answer,
1: start. No, this is Shaitanya dead. You must remember. Surah 2, verse 102. Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 102. Shaitan and Lucifer, Iblis' job is that, وزوجي, that now he will tell you you must separate husband and wife. Who's going to get happy? Iblis, Shaitan and his auld and progeny, they get happy. So you must remember that. You must become, instead of negative, become positive. So you're going to start Habi, we're going to make dua together. Rabbana, We're going to read Asma al Husna, the ninety nine names. We're going to read Ya Wadudu Ya Wadud. We're going to give our charity every day wandering wondering, And remember we're going to start our five daily salat. So you must become proactive. You married seven years. Maybe there's one, two children. But shaitan's waswasa watching too many Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, and so forth. It's, no, I don't love my husband. So all the shaitani all that, you see, when you watch the movies and all that, then all this love story comes and does and does, hati meresati and all that nonsense there. So you must know that in Islam, you have to save your marriage. And don't come and say, I'm depressed, read, lie illa anta Subhanaka inni And whenever the satanic thought of Talaq comes, then say, "Audo Billahi min alshaitani rujim." Make du'a for us and the ummah-e-talat. Salam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahla
1: wa sahla Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah.